Welcome to Ask Maddie, episode eight. I'm your host, Maddie of Maddieology.com. And today we are talking about my content strategy and the strategy that has honestly helped me increase my traffic to where it's never been before. It's higher than ever, which is an awesome problem to have because I had to change my server. It's It's been a lot of commotion over here, but in a good way. So I'm going to share my strategy, how I, you know, kind of come up with the post ideas and get the content out to you guys that I do. So let's get started. So I've mentioned this in previous posts. I believe it was, I want to say episode four, where I was talking about my daily posting schedule. But basically, when it comes to my content, I plan, 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 and then I plan some more. This is so important. And I cannot emphasize this enough. You know, I I guess you could say, to be completely honest, I kind of take the easiest pie approach, right? So pie standing for plan implement and then execute. So I come up with ideas and then I kind of have this, you know, I guess time during the week where it's kind of like, all right, I'm implementing this. It's not quite done, but I'm doing the research. Maybe I'm finding the links. Maybe I'm creating the pictures for it. And then I execute. I edit the photos. I I put everything in WordPress. I'm executing once I hit publish. And really that, you know, easy as pie approach really helps me not only with content, but with anything in my life, you kind of if you break it down in those three steps, usually you can have some pretty stellar results. But when I plan, I also have an editorial meeting once a week with my assistant. And it's so I don't know, it's just so gosh, it's just so refreshing, because I really just have to have a time once a week to just completely brain dump because once you read content, once you watch YouTube videos, once you read magazines or books or listen to podcasts, you have so much stuff in your head, some of it great, some of it good, some of it not so good, but you just need to brain dump and then organize it because You might have a good idea now that would be a great idea in August because of the kind of content that you'll be producing in August. So it's important to brain dump. And I try to do that once a week in my editorial meetings. And it's just so incredibly helpful and relieving. Next, I like to like see what the trends are. Trends are so important. So I think that a lot of times new apps come out, you know, now everybody is Snapchatting. So I even think about my content even down to the social media, you know, portion of it, because that's incredibly important. Like these tweets, these are, this is content. Those tweets are content. And I think sometimes we overlook that. But every time we tweet at something, it is a connection of our brand. It is like a branch of our brand. And I think a lot of times people don't keep that in mind. That's why some people are, you know, super righteous on Twitter, but they're trap queens on Snapchat. You have to balance it out. It's incredibly important. So the trends I pay attention to because now you have things like Periscope, which I'm, I'm on, but I don't use. I use Snapchat now a little bit more. But of course, you know, I would say the bulk of my social media energy and my content is in Twitter, is in Instagram, then Pinterest, and then Facebook. So I try to see what the trends are. um, And once I figure out how I can bridge the gap between what the trends are and the kind of content that I'm trying to provide for my readers, then I come up with pretty good ideas that happen to work out for everyone, both the reader and myself. 
Then I also like to pay attention to what people have asked me because a week is a long time. Seven days go by, you know, some people read some things later than others. Some people listen to the podcast later than others. I know for some people, they like to listen to all of them, you know, in a day and get all of the content at once. And so some people have questions and it's really important to me to keep that line of communication open and engagement with you guys because you guys really are the rock of the content going on here. You know, I can't tell myself how to blog. You know, it just doesn't work like that. Or I can't tell you like, tell myself like, go buy this bag. I mean, yes, essentially I do make that decision for myself, but that's the whole point why I share it, hopefully to provide value to you. So I really like to pay attention to what people have asked or even just in conversation, maybe it's not necessarily maybe it's not necessarily a question, but then the conversation that we have, it's like, oh, you know, I've never talked about that. So maybe this would be a great topic in a post or maybe this would be a great topic in a podcast. Now, this next tidbit is has single-handedly changed how I approach my content and even my blog as a business, if I'm being honest, but I really like to see what my numbers are. I check my numbers probably in Google Analytics anywhere between I would say two to three times a week. I don't like to obsess over it, but I'd like to know enough just so I know what's on the upswing and what's on the downswing, what you guys reacted to in a positive way and what you guys weren't so excited about, which is fine too, because knowing what you guys don't react to helps me to know what to never do again. And then knowing what you guys really reacted to well helps me to know that, okay, maybe I need to uh, you know, transition this and integrate this into my content strategy a little bit more because people really responded well to it. So looking at my numbers, paying attention, not only to my Google Analytics, but even taking the time out, and I do this in my editorial meetings, but taking the time out to just, you know, tally up my numbers as far as like my social media followings, just to know like how often my following is increasing, or if I did decrease, maybe what happened? Did I talk about something specifically? Did I get in an argument with somebody on social media? What happened and why did it bring my numbers down? I like to pay attention to it because it's important to me to have complete and total control over what's going on because for me, if it's my content, then I feel like I should have control on the, I guess, the positive effects on my brand, on my blog. I think that's really important. And and I say control not in a negative connotation like, oh, I'm the boss and I have to do everything. Not in that way. But I think that if I'm going to be working this hard, I just need... I need the input of my effort to match my ROI. You know, I need to actually get a return on this because if not, then it's kind of like working for nothing. This is also another big game changer for me. Titling my posts what I'm actually wearing versus like some cute like moody word, you know, that, I, that I'm feeling has completely changed the game, just even at the bare minimum at an SEO level. But even I just thought about like my readers, like when you come and search like for maybe outfits with jeans or outfits with dresses or outfits with skirts, you really can't find that because I was busy titling it like things like grown or special or moody. And those things are cute and dandy, but specifically for what I'm trying to provide for my reader if from a style standpoint I'm just trying to provide the everyday girl with some style inspiration from an affordable budget standpoint so if you want to know what kind of jeans I'm wearing or what kind of blazer I'm wearing then when you type it up in my search box on my blog now because I specifically title it yellow dress with leopard print blazer th- 
those things come up now because that is the focus on that versus what I'm feeling. Again, I've mentioned this in a, a podcast beforehand, but you cannot SEO your mood. It just doesn't work like that. So you want to be really strategic with the words that you're using and not just being cute for the sake of being cute. Again, if there's if there's if there's not a purpose for it, then there's really no place for it as far as my content strategy is concerned, because at the end of the day, we're really trying to get a return here. Last but not least is, and this is something that really, I don't I don't think a lot of people talk about. And I specifically got this from byregina.com. And Regina is really good at this. And she's even shared how to do this. But I audit my posts on a monthly basis. So what I like to do is I like to go back and see what my most successful post was and see what my worst post post was and then see how I can make that worst post better and even sometimes my best post better could I add another link you know Uh, is there a video maybe that I could do could I link to somebody else's blog post could I have linked to my social media to give a better example maybe I could even use a better a better word I know for the even the post that I wrote yesterday I really had to go back and reread the post and change words because I wasn't being clear on the message I was trying to convey and And I think when you audit your posts, which really just means reviewing your posts, going over them again and seeing how you can take them to the next level. I think that is it's so important. And I think not enough, not enough of us do it because a lot of times we'll create that post. And now that it's done, we never revisit again. I like to go back and grade my posts, see what I can do better, see what the the main comment was, if there was any comments at all. And if there wasn't a comment, even if it was a high traffic post, what made it lack engagement? Because to me, engagement is really important. So auditing your posts really helps you realize what you're doing great, what you're not doing so great. And it also pushes you to take it to the next level because ultimately that's what it's about. I want to be a better blogger today than I was yesterday. And when I audit my posts, it helps me do that. So I hope that's been helpful in the content strategy, you know, uh, department. I really have taken these five to six things and it's really helped me take the blog to the next level, even in just like the last 90 days, if I'm being completely honest. So hopefully this helps. And if you guys have any other questions, let me know. I want to hear from you. You can email me at askmaddie at maddieology.com and you can follow me on social media um, on everything from Twitter to Pinterest to Instagram and Facebook um, at Maddieology and you can hashtag your questions um, ask Maddie that makes sense right Um, when you email me be sure to mention your name your city and your URL so I can show you some love and your question and I will try my best to get it here on the podcast I hope you guys are having an amazing day thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time here on ask Maddie